0: Hello everyone and welcome to another I'm Still a Mormon podcast with your host me. I appreciate uh, you being here. Uh, today I'm going to talk about something that we are all going to have to face if you've not already faced at uh, this moment in your life and that's what to do if someone you know leaves the church whether that's a ward member, family friend, acquaintance, coworker or family member. And I'm going to break it down to friends and ward members versus family, because I think you have to handle the situation a little different when this happens uh, to you. So uh, we're going to talk about that. And I just, I really think being prepared for this is important. All of us are going to have this experience in the next few years in our lives. We just really, really are. So... And, and I think both teams, those who leave the church, those who stay in the church, can do a better job with each other as, as this happens. I know the knee-jerk reaction when a family member leaves is uh, pain and suffering and all that's normal, but they're going through pain. The, the, the people that are leaving are going through pain and suffering as well. And the simple answer is not, hey, just stay in and you won't have any pain or suffering but let's dive into it. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Members really need to stop assuming that, that people leave the church just to go sin. And they also need to, to stop believing that when members leave the church, they're never going to be happy again. I know this is, especially right now, in media I know this is kind of a recurring theme if you leave the church you will be miserable now when some people leave the church they end up being miserable and and that's a true statement but most people that leave the church are not happy in the church in the first place so when they leave the church they typically end up being happier out of the church i'm just telling you what i've seen as I've spent some time, a uh, year and a half with uh, ex-members, my friend that's out of the church, much happier. Now, the reason being is not because of the, the gospel, per se. It, they're happier again because they weren't living the gospel in a happy way uh, while they were in it. So, of course, you're going to be happier when you leave and that's why I keep stressing over and over if you've listened to any of my uh, po- other podcasts that everybody needs to learn how to live in the gospel in a healthy way to them so these things don't happen. And I'm convinced that my my at least in my friend's case had he lived the gospel in a healthy way, he probably would still be in the church, but uh who knows. Um most people that are not happy in the church are products of overzealous, well-meaning parents who force the gospel on the kids. And if parents, if you're listening, you've got to find kind of that perfect spot uh, for each kid of what they can handle. Uh, forcing the gospel on kids really isn't the best idea. It might work for some of your kids. It'll certainly fail for some of your kids. So just look at that and see what you're doing. And do what's best uh, for the kids and not your own ego. I know some uh, members of the church, you know, can't even imagine their children not getting their medallion and their Eagle Scout, which we don't have to mess with anymore, thank heavens, uh, or mission or temple marriage. And they're just almost embarrassed to admit that maybe one of their children didn't check off every list or box, I should say, on the list as they went through uh, their life in the church it's okay. I mean, if, sure, we want everybody to do everything, I get that, but it's okay if they don't. But anyways, I'm going to break this down in two categories, family, friends, and we'll start with friends, acquaintances, and ward members, um, and then go to family. And as you know, I've had uh, several friends and ward members uh, leave the church over the last few years, uh, basically due to the church history that they've read. Ward members, I've noticed, tend to stay away uh, once they leave the church. Unless they have a really, really super close friend in the ward, uh, they pretty much, once they're gone, they're gone. They don't feel part of the tribe. They Their kids are ostracized, unfortunately. There's just a lot of things that that don't go well. Um, if you have a close friend that leaves the church, typically they'll be fine with still being friends with you and I would strongly suggest you would try to keep that friendship open um, not only not, not to reconvert them or anything like that but just be there for that transition and, and we'll talk about that uh, because it is a, a very uh, challenging transition for most of the people that that do leave the church uh, in my friend's case uh, we talk all the time I appreciate his, honest perspective of how he uh, felt in the church, as well as his honest perspective outside of the church. As you can imagine, if you lived in the church most of your life and have children uh, going out of the church and those moral values and everything, has to be rethought out and and rediscussed. And it's interesting to uh, listen to him and and his family and how they're doing that. He doesn't try to hide uh, how he feels about the church. Um, and is- and and he doesn't try to mock me or anything like that I mean we poke fun at each other don't get me wrong but but he doesn't try to convert me out of the church at all uh, he He likes to hear my uh takes on and angles on church history and quite frankly, whether he believes my take or not doesn't matter but um, he is happy to listen to it um my in my case, uh, the friend that I have is is actually happier uh, outside of the church, and and I can honestly say that I knew him for years while he was in, and I've known him from the second he's left, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he has peace, because the church can be kind of a bear if you're not li- if you're not happy in it, it it can be frustrating for people. But I again, I, I think he could have been happy in the church if he had just tweaked his attitude a little bit, and not been such a momo. And if you don't know what a momo is, there's a podcast for that, and, and I would suggest you go look at, listen to that and, and, uh, and see why you don't want to be a momo. Other important things you need to know about people uh, who leave the church, they're typically devastated and scared to death at first. Their world is rocked, if you can imagine. One day, everything's rainbows, butterflies. The next day, you question everything that you believed in because you're losing your solid foundation you thought was solid, your foundation about God and Jesus and church and, and what is truth. So you can imagine how uh, tough that would be. Their typically scared to tell anybody as well especially if they're married their spouse oh my gosh you know why would you want to go tell your spouse i don't believe in church anymore that would be very very hard because you're going to think that the first thing the spouse is going to do is is say I get out of the house and i'm divorcing you and rightfully so but they're also um they they also really want to talk to somebody. So they're scared to talk to somebody, but they really want and need to talk to somebody. And but they fear that whoever they talk to um, they will possibly blow up their testimony. So it's a really a tough spot for them. And so that's why I, I advocate that the church needs to have something in place where these people can go and feel safe and ask the questions without going to the Exmo group that has all the answers for them and just helps them out of the church faster. These people typically lose faith in the church over a very short period of time. I've seen people read, let's say, the gold standard of anti-Mormon uh, literature, and I'll get into the uh, what's typically anti-Mormon. They'll read the uh, gold standard anti-Mormon literature and they'll be out of the church in 24 hours. So, 30, 40 years, 20 years, however however, <laughs> however, old they are, I've seen 20-year-olds have this happen. I've seen 45-year-olds have this happen. They read the material, and they're out of the church in 24 hours. It's just crazy. And most, you know, we call it anti-Mormon, but all of the stuff that they're reading at least from my opinion and what I've read, have truth in them, which makes them so potent. And maybe not 100% truth. Again, the anti-Mormon stuff. When I was growing up and I would hear the word anti-Mormon, I equated that to just false statements, completely false statements. But as you read some of those things now, and if you know your church history there are truth in all of these anti-Mormon uh, statements and, and stories. Some are actually 100% true. So that's why this is so devastating. But the change affects everything in their life. Obviously, their, their uh, relationships with spouse, children, neighbors because they're in their ward, um, their friends, possibly employment if they work for a, a church member. They're worried about, obviously, salvation, what's true, what's right, what's wrong, is there a God? And they're doubting all aspects of their life at this time. So it is really, really devastating. Most of them just don't go, oh, okay, I don't believe anymore, no big deal, and off I go. It's it's traumatic. And so it really sucks for these people to go through this. And... Most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, it has nothing to do with so-called sin. They've not really sinned, and sure, some do leave the church to go sin, but that's really a small uh, minority, in my opinion, from what I've seen and, and studied. But it's, it's just a hard, hard transition, and I appreciate all those out there in the um, social community that try to help people Uh, who transition out of the church because of a faith crisis. They do a great work, and I appreciate them. So what can you do? Let's let's get down to it. What can you do if a friend, family member, not a family member, I'm going to leave that separate, sorry, a friend or ward member or acquaintance leaves the church? Number one, just don't be judgy. Don't come across judgy. Don't treat them like a leper. And that's kind of a a reaction that most members do. You know, Timmy leaves the church, everybody stay away, they're tainted, they're whatever. I know it's kind of a natural fear or whatever, but don't do that. If you can help it, don't do that. (laughs) Um, Help them uh, the best you can during this transition. Help them find resources uh, if they're looking for it. Um, on issues that they might have that you might not know about. If you know your church history or that you know if they share a problem they have with church history that you are are aware of, tell them how you handle that and and what you think about that issue so they can get uh, your opinion on it. If you don't know anything about the issues that they're dealing with, don't just tell them they're wrong and that you're right without knowing what they have learned. That doesn't help anybody at all. Don't tell them just to go read the Book of Mormon and pray more. At this point, that's not going to do anything for them besides tick them off. They want to talk about the, the issues. They don't want to hear, oh, you just need to pray more and read the Book of Mormon more. You really need to, to do your best to, to respect their decision if they decide to leave the church. Again, I go back up to don't be judgy. Don't treat them like a leper. If they're happy, be happy for them. If they're not, if they're struggling, because a lot of them aren't, because their world's rocked, try to help them be happy in that transition as much as possible. And I mean happy out and or happy in. Try to get people, and, and that's what this show's all about. Hey, there's some weird things in our church history the church might not be exactly how you pictured it or were taught it. That's okay. You can still stay in the church, not think traditionally, like I don't think traditionally if you've listened enough of these podcasts, but it doesn't take away the fact that there is a God, there is a Jesus, there was an atonement, and Joseph Smith was the prophet of the restoration. Everything else after that to me, I don't... I don't want to say I don't care about, but it's, I don't care about the policies, procedures, and programs. That's for sure. And, uh, but try to help people stay in the church with a different view than the bishop. That's all I'm trying to, trying to do here. You don't have to be like the bishop. You don't have to be like an apostle. And you still can stay in the church. You don't have to bail because you got a problem with something. All right, let's move on to family. Family is so much harder. Uh, everybody takes that personal when someone in your family family leaves. It's more devastating. You know, in a sense, uh, and I never really thought about that, this analogy until I was putting this together and thinking about what to say in this podcast, but the the Book of Mormon story uh, with Lehi's dream and, and the uh, spacious building I've always in my mind growing up pictured that spacious building as being all the people in the world that are whatever, religion or non-religion, pointing and mocking to church members. And now with what I'm seeing and what I'm fearing is going to happen in the future, I am convinced that that spacious building is ex-members and mocking, and that is going to be more devastating for those who are still in the church. If a Catholic friend walks up to you and say, hey, your church sucks, you're a cult, and here's why, you don't really care because he's Catholic and he doesn't know and stuff like that. But if an ex-member or family member walks up to you and say, hey, your church sucks, it's a cult, and here's why, that carries so much more meaning. It's so much more devastating. And so that's why working with families dealing with families that are leaving the church or transitioning out of the church is is important and it's and it's very hard for both parties so really we all know what we're supposed to do when this happens i mean we really really do but we all need to be reminded that the number one thing if you have a member of your family leaving the church is to show unconditional love and if, if you come across, if, if somebody close to you in your family comes to you and say, Hey, I've lost the faith. I'm getting out of the church. If you don't show anything but unconditional love from the get-go, it's going to be tough on both sides to reconcile that. In a sense, you really should, if you can, you really should show more love than you did when they were in the church. And that will go a long way for a loved one who has lost the faith, is that unconditional love. Don't try to reconvert them and don't try to keep them away from the rest of the family. And I know that's really hard to do. And when I say don't try to reconvert them, I'm not saying don't talk about your testimony or don't say what about, that's all fine. And that should be done. And, and, uh, And I think the people leaving the church would appreciate that. But just ask them sincere questions, try to understand the wise the without mocking and condemning their choice of losing the faith. And really respect their choice. When they finally make that choice and, to leave the church Sometimes there's a transition period where they're kind of mentally out of the church but physically going while they're trying to figure things out or work with kids and friends and, and adjust to all that. Just really respect them, show unconditional love, and that will go a long way. And, and for, in, in my case, the first few people that I tried to help uh, stay in the church after their faith was blown up and was not successful they still left the church it's hard not to take that personal and I'm obviously speaking from experience Um, I'm pretty bummed that I couldn't help my friends stay in the church and after a few of these I just realize it's not my responsibility I'm not going to put that pressure on me to say hey This person's lost the faith, I gotta go save them. If they leave the church and they're happy, I'm happy. They stay in, great, I'm happy. I'm just glad I'm there so they can have somebody to talk to that they don't have to worry about who's gonna leave the church as well or blow up their testimony because these people need somebody to talk to. They really, really do. And quite frankly, if this helps mentally, if you have a family member that leaves the church Uh, Just kind of ask yourself, did you really want them to stay in the church if they were miserable in the church? Is that really the right thing? I don't think so. Uh, Now, again, like I'm trying to do, help them live the gospel in a healthy way for them, not the way you do it, but the way they will feel it's healthy and will attend. That really is the key. Is it not better to be at church in a blue shirt than not going at all? Uh, There's room in the pews for everybody on every levels of our belief, and that really is what we're going for here. Thanks for listening.